CBC spent nearly $400,000 in taxpayer funds on a failed lawsuit against the Conservative Party of Canada during the 2019 federal election. Canadian youth have some of the worst outcomes when it comes to labour force participation rates, according to Statistics Canada. The House of Commons passed a motion calling on the Liberal government to review Canada's record immigration targets with support from all opposition parties. Hello Canada, it's Tuesday, February 20th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. failed a lawsuit against the Conservative Party filed by the CBC during the 2019 election cost taxpayers almost $400,000 according to newly obtained documents. Details of the lawsuit were kept behind closed doors for three years, sparking a new conversation about freedom of information procedures in Ottawa. Conservative leader in the Senate Don Plett had to file an access to information request in 2021 to find out how much taxpayers paid in legal fees after his questions went unanswered by the federal government. The Trudeau government has just given up on its promise of openness and accountability, Plett told the National Post. In this specific situation, we had to go around roadblocks that were set by the government to get an answer to my questions three years ago. Somebody needs to be held accountable for this because we have the right to have these answers, added Plett. The documents reveal that CBC's combined legal fees amounted to $359,971 with no additional expenses. However, the documents were dated before the broadcaster had received expenses from the Conservative Party, which are expected to be around $30,000 based on the rates set by the federal court. The costs given to the party ultimately ended up being $32,665, a figure later confirmed by CBC's Director of Media Relations, Leon Marr. CBC launched the lawsuit based on copyright infringement in response to a political attack ad made by the Conservative Party which used some of their broadcaster footage without authorization. The federal court dismissed the lawsuit ruling that there was no evidence that the footage used for partisan purposes reflected adversely on the broadcaster. Lindsay, the CBC maintains that it is a non-partisan broadcasting unit, but we've seen time and time again that they take the side of the liberals, and I think this is a particularly important exhibit of that. We see the CBC spending almost half a million dollars fighting against a political party to no avail. Quite frankly, it's also troubling that it took this long to see these costs publicly released because this happened in 2019 during an election and it took this long just to be able to have 
taxpayers know what they spent on the CBC's legal budget. So, Lindsay, how can Canadians even trust the CBC when they're willing to chase partisan purposes to such an extent? I remember, Cosman, when this lawsuit was announced a couple of years ago, and I think the resounding sentiment was that everyone thought it was really weird and a really strange thing to do. Now we get the numbers, you know, the CBC spent about $360,000 to take this on. And I think what Senator Don Plett, the senator who filed the access to information request to find out about the legal fees, I think really his point here is how long the costs were shielded for. And if anyone, any of our listeners have ever filed an access to information request before, you'll probably know that there is years of waiting to get your answers. And in Canada, I think we've become so accustomed to bureaucracy and bureaucracy slowing things down. Um, It's become normalized for us. But I do wonder, in other countries where they have ATIP legislation, freedom of information legislation, I wonder if they see the same kinds of waiting times. The decline in Canada's labor force participation rate is particularly acute among the country's youth, according to data from Statistics Canada. Labor participants are those who are employed or who are available and actively seeking a job. The labor force participation rate for that cohort of Canadians dropped to 62.7% last month, falling three full percentage points from last April. According to the survey, women within that demographic fell even lower, to 62.5%, the lowest rate since 2000. During the worst months of the pandemic, the rate didn't dip below 67%. Youth non-participants, those aged 15 to 24 who are not in the job market or employed, have increased by about 200,000 over the past year, bringing the total to 1.9 million. Of that figure, 6.8% said they wanted to work but have not searched for a job, up from 5.8% who held that position last January. Ontario saw the highest increase in labor participation, going up 0.3% in January, bringing it back up from a 0.5% drop in December. The province's employment rate currently holds at 60.8%. However, it remains down 1.4 percentage points on a year-over-year basis. The majority of respondents in the survey cited attending school as the reason for not searching for work. That response is consistent with a study published in January by RBC economists Rachel Battaglia and Carrie Freestone, which found the majority of the unemployed cohort to either be students or recent graduates. Cosman, according to that study published by the two RBC economists, the authors say that there is nothing new about this trend for young people. So is there really just nothing to see here move along? Well, I think after the COVID-19 pandemic and some of the handouts that the government has been putting out, a lot of people have become accustomed to just like receiving money. And honestly, the job prospects for young people are not that great at the current point in time. So I wouldn't be too surprised if the labor force participation rate is actually down among young people. Especially in Canada, I, I I think a lot of young people want to cruise through life. They they see new opportunities. They want to become influencers. They want to become you know YouTubers. They want different things. Uh, whereas in the past it, it was completely different, right? Like we we had different aspirations. So 
my suspicion is is that there is a shift like the economy is changing young people don't want to participate in the same realities that past generations took part in so it will be interesting to see where we go and uh, what other side we come out on a motion to curb record immigration levels within 100 days spearheaded by the Bloc Québécois passed in the House of Commons with a vote of 173 to 150 on Monday. All 149 Liberal MPs voted against the motion with one independent joining them. The rest of the independents, the entirety of the Conservatives, Bloc Québécois, NDP and Green Party voted in favour of the motion. The motion on federal immigration targets calls on the government to review its immigration targets starting in 2024 after consultation with Quebec, the provinces, and territories based on their integration capacity, particularly in terms of housing, healthcare, education, French language training, and transportation infrastructure, all with a view to successful immigration. The non-binding motion also calls on the Prime Minister to convene a meeting with provinces and territories to consult them on their prospective integration capacities. Within 100 days, the motion calls on the government to present a comprehensive strategy to revise the 2024 federal immigration targets, reflecting the integration capacities of the provinces and territories this includes a detailed plan addressing the resource gaps necessary for the successful resettlement of newcomers and ensuring provinces and territories are adequately supported. Canadians strongly disagree with the immigration policies of what is left of this government, said Bloc Québécois leader Yves-Francois Blanchet. He insisted that the Liberals could not have cared less about costs incurred by taxpayers. Everyone is being crushed by healthcare costs, education costs, and other costs, Blanchett told MPs. This used to be a Quebec thing. Now it is a Canada-wide issue. A previous Nanos poll revealed that over half of Canadians would like to see the Liberals reduce their immigration targets. 75% of Canadians believe that immigrants are contributing to the housing crisis. 73% believe that immigrants are putting pressure on the healthcare system. And 63% believe the same for the school system. So let's talk about immigration. Canadians are right to worry about the government's plan to bring in so many people every year. Record numbers, in fact. It's just not sustainable. But let's be real, emotion in Parliament won't fix this mess. Canadians need to make immigration a big deal, especially when they vote. Mass immigration affects everybody. Particularly when times are tough, we are facing potentially a recession. Our healthcare system is in crisis. There's inflation. Uh, people can hardly afford to live, and nobody can find a place to rent or buy. And I honestly think that immigration needs to become a ballot issue because, quite simply, our future depends on it. That's it for today, folks. Make sure to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if able, please consider supporting independent media 
at donate.tnc.news. 